Welcome to Anything But Routine presented by Just For Kicks. This podcast is everything and anything dance. Just a reminder, if you want to stay up to date with the podcast, to hit that subscribe button. Our resource spotlight today is the Alexandra Teacher Program. The Alexandra Teacher Program is excited to introduce special pricing to studio owners, teachers, and coaches, starting at savings of 10% in addition to regular discounts. Sign up for the Alexandra Teacher Program today by going to justforkicks.com slash teacher programs. Today, Cindy is talking about discipline and how to approach that very sensitive subject in your dance class. Thank you, and enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone. This is Marnie Rohr and Cindy Cloud together. We are going to be doing a little voice memo on discipline because Marnie was telling me that that seems to be one of her most frequent questions that she gets regarding, you know, directors needing help with that. So we're going to quick just talk about some things and we have a whole list to talk about. So first off, the question Marnie gets a lot is my kindergarten and first graders are out of control. What can I do to help that. Do you want to pipe in, Mari, and maybe talk about that? You bet. Um, First of all, keep them moving and don't give them time to um, get off track, um, especially if it's a high-level wee petite class. It seems like you have to go faster, faster teaching, and then moving from one thing to the next and maybe have more things for them to do, starting with an across the floor and maybe ending with across the floors also. Um, And using a countdown with almost everything that you do. So if you're wanting them to line up, you give them a five, four, three, two, one, and start playing the music. And even if you have to a couple times just let the music go and they have to pick it up when they're not ready right away and then a couple times stop and say, whoop, you're not ready, or do a contest. They love contests. Which side of the room hooks up and is ready the fastest? Things like that. Um, across the floors, who's going to, which line does their um, brush kicks the best? Um, they love that kind of stuff also. And they'll and- pay attention to you. I like your idea about the countdown and I don't, I think one of the the mistakes directors make is where they go, we're not going to start until you're lined up. Well, then they're not going to line up, you know, so don't ever wait for them to be quiet. Don't ever wait for them to line up. Just go because then you're teaching them that you will wait for them and you want to teach them that you won't wait for them because then there's an urgency to line up. Don't you agree? I agree. Yeah. And that's different with every age level in how you do it. In teenies, I would be, sometimes I'll cover my eyes and go, all right, I'm not, I'm, I'll, I'll say, I'm covering my eyes and I hope everyone's lined up by the time I uncover them. 10, 9, and it's kind of like hide and seek. They love that. And I'll go, and I kind of tease them and I use the opposite. I'll go, oh, I hope, oh, I hope everybody makes it, you know, to their X by the bottom and I'll be counting really cute. And then when I open my eyes, I'll be like, oh my gosh, you all made it. Even if someone didn't, I still say, oh my gosh, you all made it or you almost made it and, and make it positive. But um, with older kids, I try to have an urgency of, oh, we have so much to do today. You guys, you got to hurry. We have so much to do. Here we go. Starting without you and, and make it be urgent. So, um, and with those older ones, you can call them out on it. You know, Susie, are you ready? We're waiting for you. 
um, and then just move on right away. I think you just hit on something. A lot of directors will be, especially new directors, will be, how firm can I be? How firm can I be with my class? And I say pretty firm. You don't ever want to be mean, but you want to be professional but firm. And you want to have high expectations. Try to focus on the positive in your classes, not the negative, because we all seem to focus on that kid that's driving us crazy rather than the 25 that are doing what they're supposed to do. But you do have to have firm discipline, even in a two- and three-year-old class. You can't let the kid run the class. I know Julie was talking about watching her child's swimming class, and I loved the comment she made because she said she was sitting there watching and sitting there watching, and she wanted to go in and scream, teacher, take control of the class. And think about that. We worry sometimes that the parents are judging us, but they're probably judging us if we're not being firm not if we're being, you know, if we're being firm, they probably like it. Most parents do. They want you to be in charge and kids do. Kids don't want it to be a free for all. So you have to run a tight ship. And from a parent perspective, if it doesn't look under control, they're not going to blame the kids. They're going to blame you. Exactly. Um, You know, if you bring your kid, your parents in at the end and say they were naughty today or they were a little out of control today, they're not going to look at their kid and think it's their fault. They're going to think it's you and you didn't do your job. You know, if you never, ever say that, they're going to just think that you're, you know, everything because you can keep these kids under control. I know for me, one thing that really helps is if there is a problem behavior, and I mean more of a, an extreme one, but I just did it two weeks ago in my two and three-year-old class because I had a young girl that wasn't quite three, and I took her out in the hall and said, we have to behave in class. So it's a, you know, it's a privilege to be here. And if you want to be in the class, you have to stand on your ex. You can't run to the window to your mom. You can't run out. So if you do, I'm going to have to say you have to wait till you're older to be in dance. Okay. You know, and I did it in a nice way out in the hall with the mom there. But if you're going to be in here, you have to follow the rules. And there have been cases where I won't let a child be in three-year-old class until they can do that. Because then what happens is it, the rest of the class suffers. So I think with all, and you have to do it always compassionately because boy, you could end up ticking off a parent. So you have to really watch how you say it. And a lot, you know, with three-year-olds in that instance, you have to be careful that you've prepped the parents to say, you know, all kids aren't always going to be ready and it's contagious to the other kids. That why That's why we have to be so strict. But even in the older kids' classes, it's contagious if you let a, a bad behavior, you know, be carried through the class. And I really feel singling them out helps because then, you know, you'll, you know, I, there's not many times that I'll go where I snap and go, okay, so-and-so out in the hall. And I do it in kind of a firm way. And when I get out there in front of everybody, I do it in a real firm way so that the kids are like, holy moly. But when I get out in the hall, I will say, you know, I need you to be a leader in this class. Your behavior is is unacceptable right now. You can't be doing that here. And I want, you know, and a lot of times then I'll pat them on the shoulder and go, I want to really have a great class and I need you to be pulling in the same direction as me. So without yelling at them, you're you're just telling them your expectations, cause and effect. If you act like this, this is going to happen. You know, that's it, it, it exactly. You do not have to yell at them or even really go into a big reprimand. It's just, this is what I need from you, and you're not doing it, and that's all it usually takes. Totally, and and I think you got to watch doing things like, okay, my third graders act better than you act, 
they they will take that hurtfully, you know. So you want to try to motivate, and it's hard. I mean, we've all snapped and said the wrong thing. We all have. But you want to stay in control. I know one of my very best friends, Leslie Swigum, who coaches Wyzetta, she said, and, and I mean, if anyone's seen Wyzetta, you know she's got discipline. But she just said, I make it a habit to never raise my voice. I, I sometimes lower my voice so they have to listen more. But I think what, what she has, and I know I have it. I know when I watch my daughter, Allie, she has it. Marnie, you have it. You walk in a room and you command respect. The kids are not going to treat you disrespectfully. Some of it is your voice. You have to be able to, and I, I will say I do get louder, but not yelling. I'll be like, all right, everybody, come on, pull together. Let's be quiet. And immediately the kids quiet down. But it's because you don't put up with with any shenanigans. You demand that respect and you want to have that type of personality that basically when you walk in the room, they, they're not scared of you, but they respect you. So fi- finding that respect is your key. And it can be scary at first to confront because sometimes it can be a parent or a dancer and, and confront is probably the wrong word, but you can be worried or scared the first time you have to do it, but you get better and it gets to a point where you almost want to do it because you know how to handle it. Um, but definitely do it because it'll make your class um, smoother and it'll make your life easier and your job more fun. Exactly. And if I have a class, for instance, of middles or juniors or minis that are just not paying attention a certain day or whatever, I will pull them all together at the front of the room and sit very close and say, this is what I need from you. Today, we're a little wild. We've got to pull this together. Now, we're going to go back and do this routine and we're all going to be working hard. Da, 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 da. You know, go through what you're doing. And I feel like I do that daily with my high school team. I daily am inspiring and giving them expectations of why they should be working harder and what we need to do. Um, And yelling isn't it. Inspiring is it. And I I love the saying that motivating and inspiring is like a shower. It's recommended daily. It doesn't last. You need to do it daily. So you can't try to motivate your kids once a month. You have to inspire them daily when you're with them of why they're working so hard. You know, maybe it's that competitive carrot. Maybe it's getting attention from you where you call out, you go, girl, you've got it, and give them the attention that they're doing well. They're going to really up for you. So I guess in closing, basically... Keep them under control. Don't wait for them to line up. Be focused on the positive. Separate the negative behavior and deal with it. Don't let negative behavior keep going on. Deal with it. Um, You can be firm. Kids want you to be firm, but fun and fair. Anything else, Marnie? Um, I I don't think so. You said it. Well, good luck, everybody. We just want you to take charge of your classes and have a great year. So any other questions, send them to us, and we'll keep making these podcasts for you. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to the Anything But Routine podcast. Be sure to subscribe, and if you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star rating. For more Anything But Routine content, go to justforkicks.com slash anythingbutroutine. We also wanted to wish you happy holidays from our dance family to yours.